0: Hello everyone, welcome to the reprisner. Hello everyone, welcome
1: to the reprisner. I just killed your former host, Ashley. <laughs> number two. I'm your new host, number two. And with me, as always, is your
2: friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. Uh, Ashley, do you take corpse? care of How that body? Doing?
1: It's gonna, it's smoldering. It's, it's smoking up in here.
2: I think, I think she could still talk. Ashley, are you there? Help! <laughs>
0: I've got a sucking wound in my chest Yeah, yeah
2: that's a bummer
0: You hate to see that um, You do Alright, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna pull myself together uh, okay. Molly, ask Luke How <laughs> Luke's week has been Luke, how's your week been? <laughs> oh, it's been alright, killed my best friend You know <laughs> Yeah,
1: as you do Yeah. Uh No, I um I had a lot of fun playing So much Sekiro lately, and I was like, man Still kind of want to play this, but also I've played it like three times back to back. What if I went back to Bloodborne? I haven't played that in a long time, and now I'm really good at this from game that is all like Twitch reflexes and stuff. I can probably be much better at Bloodborne than I was when I first played it. Nope. I still fucking suck at Bloodborne. Bloodborne. (laughs) Bloodborne.
0: Um, uh, Bloodborne is I've the mastered... uh, crossover Of Bloodborne and uh, Hollow Knight Yeah mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Fuck um, I've mastered all of the FromSoft games So please ask me anything Yeah I've beaten
1: Bloodborne But like I really Dragged myself across that finish line Like it just turned into I'm just Gonna just keep drilling this boss over and over Until I dumb luck through it because My brain and my hands just don't
2: like comprehend this combat good enough to actually do it right. I'm I'm sitting cross-legged, I'm zen. German yeah. took me two tries, ask me anything.
1: German took me um for fucking ever. I sold every th- item in my inventory <laughs> except for my clothes and my axe to buy blood vials.
2: Jesus. Because I ran out and I didn't want to grind. Um now here's what I will say is stop trying to learn how to parry. Just dodge everything. That's yeah, it. no, I've I've given up That's on that. I kind of... I,
1: foolish me... So I didn't really try to parry the first time I played Bloodborne, because I was never good at that in Dark Souls. It's hard. Um, but I figured, oh, I just played a bunch of Sekiro, which is all about parrying. Surely I can parry now in Bloodborne. And I've learned that, A, the parry is fucking weird and hard to time in Bloodborne. Yeah, it's pretty weird. And B,
2: it's useless against any enemy strong enough that I'd actually want to use it against. It's um, it's not very useful against the big monsters. It's very useful against um, like those werewolf guys early on.
1: Okay, yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. Those
2: guys, those guys are pretty good for uh, doing that. You can get Father Gaskeon with it pretty good uh, okay. if you if you work on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, i heard it's, it's just good the for like, the
1: the hunter fights that you do. Yes, like anything yeah. that's kind
2: of vaguely humanoid <laughs> right. uh is a good thing to parry. Want to get like to some fucking demon monster guys, just you just keep dodging. Dodge yeah. broken in that game. Yeah. It's, here's uh... here's um here's here's the hyperbolic time chamber for you. Oh. If you uh-huh. want to fucking if you want to fucking just just set yourself to like 600 times earth's gravity um just play Dark Souls 3. But you can only use fists. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you will learn how to play Bloodborne. (laughs) I've done that a little
1: bit in Dark Souls 2, and then I fell off of
2: it. (laughs) In 3, I switched over to um, some, one of the boss weapons is just fists of flame or some shit like that. And I was like, well, I can't not use that. So I switched over to that, and then I learned how to play Bloodborne by doing so.
1: Yeah, that's that's reasonable.
2: That's, um, that's that's my that's my hot tip for all you gamers out there who don't yeah. understand Bloodborne yet.
1: Also, every time I've tried to play Bro- Bloodborne, I have picked the threaded cane because everyone's always Stop talking about how it. good it is. That thing fucking sucks. It's fucking cool,
2: but it sucks ass. <laughs> Everybody who use, says it's a good weapon use... is trying to trick me specifically. I used it. the saw. Yeah. Um until I got the Kirkhammer and people will be like, "No, you know, you got the Kirkhammer." Uh, but you know what? You use it because it's fucking sick. It's a big, the, it's a cool sword, and it turns into a big sledgehammer. And there's nothing yeah. cooler in the world than that.
1: That is pretty cool. Uh, I use, I picked the hunter's axe on the one run that I've actually finished, and I never stopped using the hunter's axe. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Those yeah. three
2: weapons you get to pick from are good.
1: I had the uh, the tonitrus as like my alt. Tonitrus, yeah. the the electro ball mace. Nothing's cool. It is cool. Uh, I didn't ever use it, but I do just really appreciate in concept the weapon that's just the big wheel that you spin.
2: Yes, it's very good. Um, I like the one that is you have like a regular size sword and uh. you plug it into a different bigger oh, yeah, blade. Oh, you sheath it and then the sheath is just a yes, bigger sword? Yes, and then the sheath is a bigger sword. Yes, yeah. it's very good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I'll probably try that some more, but... Bah bah
2: You must you must simply focus on dodging, my friend.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so.
2: And that's it. That's all you well, have I've to do.
1: Well I've gotten learn. to the point where like I'm on the cleric beast and I think I've actually got him figured out, but I don't have any
2: fucking blood vials. All you have to like, do for the cleric beast is you just climb on you just you just attach yourself to his leg and he never hits right. you. That's it. Yeah, yeah, he hits you sometimes though, and if I had
1: like three or four blood vials, I think I could win. But I have zero because that game has a shitty healing system. It's not great. It's they like solved that problem in Dark Souls and then Bloodborne came around and they're like, "Yeah, fuck it. Let's ruin it." Kind of works, I don't know. No, it doesn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My shit works. I don't know what the problem is. Uh, but well, yeah, you're good at it, so you don't run yeah, out. Yeah,
1: sorry. <laughs> sorry, gamers. Right. It's a game that's very difficult and punishes
2: you for being bad at it. Uh-huh. It sucks. Yeah, it does punish you for being bad. Like, yes, it is it's just a fucking hard game. That's all there like is. Like the it.
1: justification I've always heard is oh yeah, yeah, no, it does that on purpose because now you have to go grind so you'll level up while you're trying to get blood vials and you'll get better at the combat and like Yeah, but fuck you, I just wanna fight no, that the boss. Sucks.
2: No. The people who say that are wrong. Yeah. It just it the first like I said I told you on Twitter like yesterday I had like four false starts trying to play Bloodborne yeah and then I this only this last year I it clicked and I was like oh this is the best one now yeah and then is, I played uh, Sekiro again I'm like oh wait no 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 this is yeah. the best one Bloodborne is pretty firmly
1: my least favorite of any of them Dark Souls two sucks Dark Souls two is good no it sucks no it's good nah, that's uh, bad I do I need to but, replay three though because you like three a lot right.
2: It's really fucking good. I think yeah, it's, I like, I think it's I, the best. I the Dark like Souls. three, but it just kinda came and went for me. I think that's fair. It's definitely like it's just Dark Souls One but better. Yeah. I think. Um, and with like fun references to Dark Souls One. Yeah. See the part that bugged me about it was I liked Dark Souls two,
1: and Dark Souls Three just kinda pretends the two didn't happen. Which is fine with me. Like they could have just called it. Mm, the real Dark Souls 2, forget that other Dark one Dark
2: Souls, this is the Dark Souls of Dark Souls 2
1: <laughs> The real Dark Souls 2 starts here Dark Souls 1.5 with Yes, HD But anyway, <laughs> I got I got a different thing to talk about Because yeah, today, please. I just saw Randomly a trailer for a game On Steam that was available For 10 US dollars Yeah, you're a nightmare person And I bought it because it's called What's the name of this game? It is 5D chess with multiverse time travel. Uh-huh.
0: I woke up today with a <laughs> horrifying nightmare that instantly made me like weep openly, and this is still the worst thing I saw today. <laughs> so
1: this is chess with, ti- with like homestucky and time travel rules. Uh, you who move, made this? You know, what's that? Who made this? Uh, I don't know. So a uh, uh, cool,
0: cool guy. That's who made it. Yeah, sure. Uh, They're the- being kept anonymous so that they do not get tried in the hog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the uh, so the basic idea is right. Like, yeah, you play chess, but every time you make a move, it like duplicates the board and it places each like turn on a timeline, and you can move pieces back on the timeline. But as the rules say repeatedly, you cannot change the past. So every time you move a piece back in time, it creates a branching timeline uh, where different chess is happening. And then you can also move between timelines with your pieces. And if any of your kings in any of your timelines get checkmated, you lose. What the Uh, fuck? I had a game earlier that I was doing really well. And then uh, the... CPU like moved and I was checkmate I was like what the fuck are you talking about no I'm not I've got a piece blocking it and then it showed me that no um, if like next turn it will time travel back to turn two and take my king so I lose
2: that's so fucking stupid
1: let me look here's here's the quick rules to 5d chess with multiverse time travel uh, one make moves with your chess pieces when it's your turn all right easy so far Two, moving a piece into the past causes a timeline branch. Makes sense. Uh (laughs) Three, to complete your turn, make moves until the present shifts to your opponent. Four, if you cannot make enough legal moves to complete your turn, you're checkmated. Go try a match versus the CPU. You can start with a small board and work your way up. After that, learn some tricks by studying puzzles. (laughs) Like, that's it. That's all they give you to start. Fuck Uh, this. Then they have some, like, more in-depth rules you can go into. Here's how uh, piece movement works. I want to run through this real fast. A rook moves any distance in one dimension. So, you know, a rook on a chessboard can move vertically or horizontally anywhere, right? So it can also Uh move back in time as far as it wants to go or across as many timelines as it wants to go. But it has to stay in the same spot on the board when it does that. So it can only move back to a time... ...when it wasn't in the space that it's in right now. Laterally. Right. Uh, a bishop moves any distance in two dimensions at once. A direction defined by two dimensions is called a diagonal. In ordinary chess, bishops move along row-column diagonals. So, True. Yeah, like, yeah, you move diagonally with a bishop, but you can move diagonally through space and time. Uh, a knight moves two squares in one dimension, then one square in a different dimension... A queen moves any distance in any number of dimensions at once. This is more than just rook plus bishop movement because it includes diagonals and quadragonals. All right, you've lost me. I'm out. Uh, Yeah. I'm done. (laughs) A king can move one square in any number of dimensions at once. A pawn moves one or two squares at a time in the forward direction In ordinary chess, forward means toward your opponent's back row. Here, it also means quote-unquote forward towards your opponent's back timeline. A pawn can attack forward on row column diagonals and forward on turn timeline diagonals. A unicorn can move any distance along a triagonal. A dragon can move any distance along a quadragonal. This game rules. No, it sounds like it sucks. No, it fucking whips. I don't... I never have any fucking idea what's happening, and I love it. (laughs) God.
0: I get that from daily life. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, that's me.
2: Great. Ashley.
0: Uh... First off, I just want to say my only experience with Bloodborne is me about to make, is watching the Waypoint stream on one of their video game streams, about to tweet, watching Bloodborne is the most boring thing in the world, as soon as Austin said, uh, oh man, I could watch Bloodborne forever. (laughs) 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 Um, so yeah, I, I've played a bit more Fallout, um, I'm getting to the main story now, which is when it starts sucking. (laughs) Yeah, so when the bad I start part. not liking it. Um, man, the Institute stories line's so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you see the robots you've talked to the entire time. Those aren't real people, even though we've made them to be real people. They're not real people. Do you, don't you agree with us? Hello, I'm your son, dad. <laughs>
2: I still think Mass and, Effect Three probably did a worse AI storyline, but yeah, that I'm one's not probably.
0: Good. But <laughs> the one still thing I like, cool. I like you about
1: Fallout Four is like the city in the baseball diamond where everyone is paranoid that like at night people are being replaced with robots that look and think exactly like the people they're replacing. It's like, yeah. well, wait, why would that matter then? How could you tell?
0: Would it affect you, Bye, Dad? <laughs> Hard to say. I could still, like, I, I mean, the thing is that you would be the the one next. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just remember, like, yeah, getting this- to that town at night
1: and the mayor's giving, like, a speech to the people, like, in the bleachers. Like, I'm not a robot. It's weird you think I am. Like, all right, maybe this yeah. game's okay. This game wasn't okay. It was
2: not okay. It was not <laughs>
0: <sighs> but, yeah, the, uh, the entire time, like, because you have to have, like, a whole, like, walk-around segment where you, like, find all the Institute stuff and, like, you go down a big elevator. And it's obviously, like, supposed to be, like, oh, isn't, like, th- th- you know, this is pristine and clean and so, like, is this is, like, the nice place. Don't you want everything to be like this? Don't you want to live here? And the entire time I'm just going, oh, I'm going to kill all of you motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> all of oh, you are gonna y'all going to die. you going down. <laughs> Um, but I also got Paper Mario and the Origami King.
2: You you folded?
0: I, fold I folded. S- uh, mm-hmm. and get, I folded. And bought it, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. That's a good game. Yeah, seems cute. Uh, yeah. It is like if you want like original Paper Mario and Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door, this will not give it to you. No, they're never going to give that to you again. They hate you. No. No, yeah, they, they hate you specifically. Right. You. I don't know what you um, did, but they really don't like you. No. Um, like, I like those games a lot. Yeah. Like, those were some of, like, the first, like, RPGs I, like, really played. Yeah, they're really cool. They're really great. See, I've only had um, to go
1: through this cycle of grief, though, because as good as Paper Mario is, it is not Super Mario RPG Legend of the
0: Seven Stars. Exactly. So there's a part of me that's like, ah, oh, that Paper game.
1: Mario fans, now you understand my pain.
0: And yeah, and I don't know. It just always seems weird to me, but also very Nintendo fan, to be like, oh, this is the one when, like... <laughs> uh-huh. And, like, there are people making, like, Paper Mario-like games. Yeah, go play Bug Fables if you want that. Yeah, like, I'm cool with Nintendo, like... Them doing some kind of weird stuff, but, like, not super weird as I would want it, admittedly, uh, with their characters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a really great storyline with the bob and some really weird toad dialogue in this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seen a lot. Um, I recently just, because every time you, like, one of the things you can collect are toads, and... Uh, a lot of them have been folded up into various origami that you have to chase down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one was a snake, and when you free it, it's like, "Oh, sorry, I was running from you, but uh, I, you know, boots and snakes don't work too well together." <laughs> like, wait, it's, wait, is that a "Don't tread on me" reference? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, weird. Yeah, uh, or the one where I dug up a toad and he just said, "I'm the one they buried the deepest because they're afraid of me." <laughs> All right.
2: All right. I think, <laughs> right. I think um, the thing about that game is it would be fucked up if you were made of paper and then somebody just came and folded you up. That'd be oh, fucked yeah. up. It would be really fucked up.
0: Yeah, and yeah, the writing is really good. Um, the battle system is this weird, like thing where you're like moving. Basically, you're in the center, uh, and you have to like move the enemies like on a like they're like rotating thing, mm-hmm. and you can either. Pull or push a row, or uh, move uh, a row like dia- like sideways, mm. and uh, you have to like you're trying to line up everyone on it so you can like do an attack. that will hit all of them. Right. Yeah. And it's like interesting to like try to like work that out and be like mm, like how can I. And if you don't want to do that, also, they pretty quickly give you something that's like, hey, here's something that just instantly solves all of those puzzles. Oh, great. (laughs) I mean, you know, like, that's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then the um, bosses are all the opposite, where the main person's in the center, and you have to, like, do all of the twisting and turning to make it so that you have a clear path towards them. Uh Uh-huh. It's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I am interested in it. Um, Chelsea is a very big like Paper Mario fan, so I'm pretty shamelessly just trying to pressure her into buying it so that I can play it when she's done with
2: wow. it. Wow, brutal. <laughs> like, oh, you gonna get
1: that? Uh, it looks. If you saying it's good, you like Paper Mario, right? Go play 5D chess, loser. I am right now. Get in a locker.
0: <clears throat>
1: <laughs> See, I I checkmated them, but except they moved back in time, so now they're gonna get checkmated in the future, but now they're moving a rook from the past to stop
0: me. God, I fucking it sucks. Hate this. <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> fucking despise this. <laughs> Molly, what have you been doing? Um,
2: I, um, since last week I beat Sekiro two more times. Um, just cause I wanted to get the other two endings, and it's, yeah, it, it was pretty easy. Um, a good, cool game I like that game Fun game Yeah Sekiro's a good one Um And then I was lost In the ether For like three days Because I finished Reading my book And playing video games I was like fuck I don't know what to do With my life I'm just I'm just adrift Uh And I picked uh Dead Cells back up Oh nice yeah, that's a that's a cool game. Still, um, they've I haven't played it since like release in twenty eighteen or whatever. Right. Um, so they added a bunch of stuff since then. I got this little five dollar expansion pack um, that they put out for it. Um, it's cool. They added they added a lot of neat stuff. They added little costumes you can get for the guy. Um, it's uh, it's still a lot of fun. I I did one good run uh, the other day, uh, and that felt good. Just get back in there. Um I have not turned on like the extra difficulty thing cuz I was like listen I'm just I haven't played this game in 2 years. Yeah. I'm not I'm not doing like the you've beat the boss wants mode. Right. I'm not ready. Uh but I guess I am now so I can I can give that a shot later. Um yeah, we're playing some Dead Cells. Um ordered a new nook and that Ooh. looks pretty cool so I might do that too. Um I'm sort of surprised to hear they still make nooks. Yeah. Yeah, they're still doing it. Barnes & Noble out there. Um, she she has an older one, um, and that one is pretty good, uh, mm. but it doesn't have a backlight, so mm, it works really yeah. well until one of us is going to bed, but the other one like doesn't have work the next day or something and wants to read. Right, right. Uh, so right now we are figuring out that... Um, I'm going to have to make my own fucking Barnes and Noble account at this point because um if we're reading the same book and there's two nooks, oh yeah. It's going to sink and we're both going to be fucking up each other's pages. So Oh,
1: so it's not even like you both can't read the book. It's that you're Yeah, I see. Okay.
2: No, it's that we're just going to be at random points at wherever cuz we don't read at the same pace. So Yeah. Uh but uh you know that's small price to pay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, I've just been playing Dead Cells mostly. Um, playing some some more Rune Terra. They're doing an event thing that started today. You get a little fox. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lexi. <laughs> uh, and personally picked up Tales of Vesperia again. We yeah. left off like 20 hours into it last time we were playing, and we just got back into it. Um, Tales of Vesperia is still good. I don't know what to tell you. All right. fucking game. You murder a senator. It's great. Great sold. <laughs> He's a corrupt senator. You just ice him. It's great. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, y'all want to talk about the prisoner? Uh, sure. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Luke, you don't sound so excited.
0: I I don't love this one. All right. I Fair. Th- I think this is my least favorite episode. Oh, it's down hmm. there for me. Hmm. I, like, this episode was the first episode that was a chore for me to get through. Yeah. Um,
2: I will say that I was not, um, heavily paying attention to the parts with the girl. Sure. Uh, and her dad, but the rest of it was lovely. Hmm. Hmm. I, th- I, listen, I had a great time here. All
1: right. Well, we'll get into it.
2: Um, a, Another girl walks up... Stop me if you've heard this one before. Yeah. A girl walks into number six's place.
0: I love how fed up he is with this trick.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's like,
0: God damn it! I know what's going on. Yeah, he's, yeah. like, already awake, and he's like, yeah, no, I, I know what the fuck is up.
2: Yeah, I know what's happening here. Please stop. Please stop interrupting my sleep. I'm getting pretty fucking tired of it. I'm exhausted constantly because you all can't stop stabbing me. <laughs> um... But yeah, this girl comes in and she's like, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta help me. There's an assassination plot. And I want to stop it." Uh, and he's like, "Yeah, sure. There fucking is. Hey, can y'all come pick up your girl? This is y'all's girl, right? Can you come pick her up?" He said, yelling at the ceiling. Um, and sure enough, yes, number two and um the supervisor are watching. Um, the supervisor from last episode who was fired has been reinstated. Uh, and. Uh they're watching and they're like, "Yeah, yeah. So now, now and this number 2 has the brightest blonde hair in the world. Yeah. Um and it looks fake and yep. it's wonderful and he's wearing a weird
0: red robe.
2: Yeah.
1: And I like don't know very what his deal thick is glasses, but, but not
0: like, not like the lenses, like the frame is thick. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a look. Yeah. And he is like it's obvious that he does not need the glasses. I can't tell I can't tell he might I don't know yeah it takes him on an awful lot yeah um but (laughs) to me until like the final scene it read to me as like this is an actor who wants something to like use with their hands yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. that's fair
2: so um he is talking to the supervisor because they're watching this happen and he's like, oh, yes, now, now, if everything's timed perfectly, when about right when she's about to leave, she'll just pass out on his floor. And the other guy's like, uh, what? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we invented this drug so that if she interacts with him, uh, it'll, you know, produce instant tranquility or she'll pass. She pass the fuck out uh, right there on the carpet. And then the supervisor's like, why? Uh, and two's like, well, because six always falls for girls. He, he listens every time when girl's in trouble Every single time <laughs> Even when he knows it's an obvious trick Yes And then sure enough, yes, six immediately falls for it Um, And it's like, okay, what the fuck do you actually want? And he learns about uh, a group called the Jammers Who have apparently been trying to rebel against the village Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like that uh, plot
1: kind of just doesn't go anywhere After like one more scene
2: yeah, I, they, they, like, talk about it during,
0: like, other points in the episode, but yeah, it's not, it's not You good. never get the sense that there is, like, oh, like, there's, like, a, a group that are, like, meeting together. It's like, oh, yeah, there's just people.
2: Well, that's the thing, they're like, yeah, we have a list of all the people who are in the group, and we just kinda, we kinda watch them, but we don't really care that much, which is like, okay, really undermining your own plot here, but sure. Right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, I think that also doesn't help my liking of this episode. Is that like, the entire time it's like, oh, he always falls for the girl, so we're gonna make this girl that, <laughs> and then like, oh, you know, like, you know, we're concerned with this evil, you know, like, this group of you know plotters, but also they don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so girl
2: wakes up and six immediately brings her some water. like, okay, what do you want, um. And they start talking a bit about um, what's going on, and he still doesn't believe her. To be clear, he he is buying it, but also he's like, "Listen, I'm gonna play this game. I realize you've been sent by like the like the village itself, but just tell me what you got going on." Um, yeah. So she kind of explains the whole um, assassination plot thing. Um, and Six is like, okay, why should I care about an assassination plot against number two? This does not make any sense for me to care about. And she's like, well, everybody else in the village will get attacked for it because it, it'll be blamed on the jammers. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I guess so, but this still doesn't seem like it matters.
1: Yeah, see, this is where this episode loses me mainly, is why does Six give a shit ever?
0: Yeah, and like, cause... A few, like, scenes later, he's going to be, like, you know, going from, yeah, who cares, to, you know, like, you'll, like, punish everyone. You're one, you know, act of rebellion. You know, will be the, like, deaths of hundreds. It's like, bro, you have, like, never cared about this before. You have, like, like actively
1: not- tried to incite a
2: revolt multiple times.
0: Why are you, like, <laughs> yeah. this all
1: of
2: a sudden? It's it's weird. this I feel like they're trying to do like a plot contained within a plot contained within a plot. Yeah. and they kind of lose the thread. Yeah, they, they definitely lose the thread. But there's something there. I this feels to
1: me like if this was a longer running show, this is a later episode where like six isn't even the main character anymore. and we're gonna see like how ooh, even the number twos are prisoners when you think about it. And, like, yeah. then you could maybe do it. But when you have to sell it through number six as the main character, there's just no good reason for him to give a
2: shit. Why isn't this the episode that Patrick Magoon wasn't here for? Yeah! Oh, that would be so much better than what they go for. Yeah, because, like, you, you mentioned, there, it has to be coming up soon. Yeah, it's, um, uh, I think, the episode after next one. Okay. Yeah, because it would make much more sense, like you said, if this was just, like... The number two's going at it, and then, like, a couple people in the village who are, like, trying to find Six, but can't.
1: Or, like, he's there, but, like, they're they're just using stock footage of him on, like, the surveillance monitors, and, like, most of the action is just in the underground base areas.
2: Yeah. Um, Like, right now, when they're trying to predict what number six will be doing on a daily basis. Right.
0: Um, what were you gonna say? This actually? is like the I'll say one that this is like the one scene I was like, oh okay, this is kind of like cool. Yeah, I like this. Um, and also, I'll say that the uh, girl in this episode is probably I, I would say one of the worst girls they have on this, and <laughs> the yeah, quality I, I of girl overall is not great unless they are like out and out villainous.
1: Yeah. Yes. I kind of like the girl from the costume party episode where she's just like, You've got to wear a
0: costume! It's the rules! <laughs> <laughs> I like her. Yeah, yeah I, I, I Like, none of, like, the Girl of the Weeks are, like, in, like intriguing characters. No, God, no. Uh-uh. No, they've never
2: given them that.
0: No, this is a show about six and six only. Yeah. I, I would say, though, that, like, some of the, like, side men characters, like, the dude who... Um, Rook from the chess episode is yeah, getting more, or like, like the um, yeah the,
1: the guy from the general that was like trying to help six take it down from the inside. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I stop me if I'm wrong. The show doesn't really uses women well. No. No. Like I actually yeah. said the like the number two women I like,
1: but there there's like two of them. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of like the only. Female character other than those that I like is uh the French party lady from the dream episode.
2: Yes. Or she's she like, Oh, ruled. if you're gonna fuck at
1: my party, make sure you do it discreetly, darling. And mm-hmm. also to me. Yeah, yeah. Why not you gonna yeah. go fuck in my bushes and not even invite me? Goodness, where are your manners? <laughs> <laughs> that lady rules. <laughs> lady <Yeah>.
2: luck voice. <laughs> 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 Uh, anyway, so they, um, print out a, um, they have a different machine that is predicting what number six will do that day. Yeah. Because number two wants to catch him doing something where he can replace his watch and get him to go see the watch, uh, maker guy. Which, I uh, feel like a machine that can
1: perfectly predict his every move is a way better premise for an episode. yeah. I mean, I mean that was the, super that, that was the he's like, no you can't predict me I'm a free man Rah!
2: yeah but no this is the only time it comes up <laughs> they got a lot of concepts in here that could really be their own thing that they just don't do yeah um but I just like this number two because he's a real piece of shit he is. Uh he 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 made he made it for me because I just always wanted to see what he was doing because he's I, an asshole. He is
1: definitely the best part of this episode. It kind of like the the Peter Pan number 2. I wish he had a better episode.
2: Yes. Um but yeah, so number 6 is getting his portrait painted by some man. Yeah, um, yeah. By um, which I mean the man is making some shapes on a on a canvas. Yes.
0: But uh, yeah, that's the kind of gag at the end of it yeah uh and for this number two like i eventually i don't know like if it was again just the episode or how i am feeling or like just feeling bad in general but like by the end i was just like tired of him <laughs> sure no i liked him i don't know yeah taste I- yeah i like this show number two's
1: morning exercise routine and it's just he's doing fucking uneven bars Our, number
0: six is. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's so, not him. <laughs> not yeah, even close. it is close. so clearly.
1: <sighs> uh, like again, this show is, was made for black and white standard definition, but like... Not even standard Patrick definition, McGoing. whatever you fucking call, like, you know, how old TV broadcasts used to work. Like, it was probably more convincing back in the 60s. Yeah.
2: Patrick yeah, McGoing, but like- you wouldn't even learn the uneven bars. Whack!
0: (laughs) It it is so funny though. Just like he turns into two different people very rapidly. Yes, it's so good. One for the the two bars, and one for like the dismount where he kicks like a punching bag. Yeah. Yes.
1: Uh, I also just he... love Patrick McGewen on set being like, "Now listen, we need to find a stunt double that can do the uneven bars because my character obviously can do all kinds of cool stuff. I'm no, <laughs> I I'm number six and I can do That's all the cool six. things. You've gotta, we've gotta find a guy who can do that. Like, why, don't, why don't we just do an it, it, exercise yeah. that you can actually do? No, I want people to think I can do the uneven
2: bars. Damn it, I want acrobatics. <laughs> it yeah, like I."
0: Wrote on Twitter later, but like Patrick McGowan made up a f- fake sport and then made his oh, like in- self insert OC the best at that sport.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's not even sp- oh,
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so- also he didn't make up this sport, me and my friends made
2: up this that sport in our backyard. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's older than you, so he did invent this sport Fuck. in his backyard with his friends. Shit, you're right.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying every child who had access to a trampoline independently invented call show.
0: Yes, absolutely. He, well, he is the first child that had a trampoline. Fuck.
2: <laughs> um, anyway, this lady reads off the daily uh daily reading for 2 uh what? of number 6. Um,
0: uh, and I, then 2 I, turns it's on in the like monitor. A little... It's like in an envelope and it just like starts with her And it's like I was like oh why didn't she unfold it And then you start to see as she's talking That it's just all a big circle
2: It's so good It's just this really really long thin strip Of paper It rules I love it This is what like all of the Like all of the machines in the village Output something like this Like no matter what you put in you get either Like a tin one Or a paper one like It's the same thing of the general It wasn't like a um, a full sheet of paper It would print out those little Like thin right. uh,
0: yeah, yeah metal uh, uh, things Unless it's uh, A a black piece of paper With white text on it Yes, <laughs> yes.
2: But we don't <laughs> see that one get printed
1: at, at least with the general I could buy that that's like a punch card Because that's something you would actually use For that kind of computer you know Because it's a homestuck computer Yep, just like Patrick McGowan invented roughhousing on trampolines, <laughs> Homestuck invented, home invented, invented large, old-fashioned computers. Patrick McGowan invented Homestuck. <laughs> we well, didn't know it at the time. What is the village but but uh, number six is land? Yeah. Um...
0: God. Planned land of uh, umbrellas and secrets. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Fuck. Um... I was just thinking that he would make a great Doc Scratch voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah.
2: I've never heard you more excited. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, number two turns on his TV or the screen by like bumping his heel against the computer keyboard thing. It's great. Love it. Um, anyway six goes down on the market buy some stuff and eight is like yeah he's gonna buy a bag of candy and two's like no he never buys candy your machine sucks ass Uh, and eight's like listen just watch the thing Uh, and he buys uh, a bag of candy for an old lady who's apparently bought so much candy that she spent all of her money on candy and can't afford any more candy
1: please sir I can't get through the day without my sweets gonna get the fucking
2: shakes Please, sir, I need my candy. I need my nicotine candy.
0: The clerk is so mean about it.
2: Yeah, the clerk like, is like a, like a fucking, fucking Candy.
0: The clerk is like a
2: lady. I'm gonna need your keys. <laughs> you can't. I can't let you yeah. drive like this. Please, um, just
1: one more of Worthers, please, <laughs> please. The bottle of scotch, please. I can't maintain my Delicate constitution without a Butterscotch
2: (laughs) Um anyway They find out that he's gonna go do kosho practice Next and two is like perfect I love to watch kosho practice So this
1: is great I've got like the whole rest of the day here Nah shut the fuck up I don't need just kosho That's
2: all I just need kosho And you know what he's right All we need (laughs) is kosho 30 more minutes of kosho please (laughs) Oh, please, no! (laughs) Yes! Yes! I was gonna say, I
1: loved Kosho last episode when it was just, like, out of nowhere, smash cut to them on trampolines It takes, like, a minute They got a lot of Kosho content in this This one, This is, like, six minutes of Kosho This is where I started to get the impression that mm, they're kind of stretching this one for time, huh?
2: Um, yes, but I loved every minute of it
1: that that's valid.
0: You're valid, Molly. I Thank was you. getting pretty bored halfway through this Koshō scene. No. Yeah, this rules. was the first time when I like paused the episode to like go do something and then didn't unpause it for like 20 minutes cuz I kept on like looking like, "Oh, I don't wanna fucking watch this." <laughs> um, the only important thing that
2: happens in this Koshō scene is that the um helper for number 2 this week comes in and replaces Six's watch that he took off with a different watch. That's it yeah um, and then six also throws a man into a pool <laughs> yes <That's how> you <laughs> somebody kosher, finally though. hits the water <laughs> Kosher seems like the most dangerous fucking sport. this <gasps> is why like- they don't do slam ball anymore because like I saw some guy like destroy his ankle on it once, yeah uh, because Ugh. I did yeah, it was bad uh have not been able to forget it. Like,
1: how many stunt dudes fell off of that slanted platform while they were filming this?
0: I, they almost imply that it's, like, an old, like, you know, like, they obviously are going for, like, an Asian theme. And it's, like, they yeah. imply that it's, like, an old
1: sport. You have to, like, bow to your opponent. Yeah, it plays, like, traditional, I don't know if it's Japanese music, I don't know what it is. But they're definitely trying to imply, um, like, oh,
2: yes, we've imported
1: this trampoline
2: deathmatch
0: from is the Far East. I think the, you'll find uh, that this is
2: the racism music.
0: Yeah, yeah these these subtitles I believe say ethnic music. Great or
2: exotic music or something.
0: They're exotic, yeah, yeah. It's not um, good. No, no. Um, yeah, exotic music. Anyway, uh, I desperately
2: need a rule book for Kosho in front of me now.
0: I think I, uh, like, the only rule is uh, fucking
1: the first person in that pool loses, and uh, if you die, you die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's, yeah, love it. I love it. I'll we'll give watch. you a helmet, but fucking good luck. Yeah, I want to watch I, real
2: competitive show.
0: I want to see vintage like paintings of show and how the fuck they made trampolines then. Because <laughs> <laughs> we me... know trampolines were invented in like the forties. And you need Google springs for a trampoline, right? Yeah. It's yeah.
2: So when were springs invented. <sighs> Also, Patrick McGoon does a flip to get off the trampoline. Yeah. Also, also I think he's wearing him.
1: Converse. I mean, yeah, springs were invented in 1763, so, you know. It's not ancient, but it's a pretty long time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Six goes to get his watch fixed, and he finds that the uh, watchmaker is making a detonator for a bomb yeah um and here's the here's the confusing part uh-huh why do they want him to find this because they want
1: him to think that it's a trick so that he won't look into it
0: that's
2: dumb but then he doesn't that like, doesn't make, that make that any doesn't sense work. <laughs> that, well also they know him that doesn't make any sense
1: yeah. Well he's like oh they won't he won't believe anything from us. So if we show him exactly what we're doing, he won't believe it.
2: I I don't know. It also feels like the the impression I got from this episode or me trying to make sense of it, I guess, is they are trying to get him to help the village in some way, whether or not like he likes it. I think
1: but- all they wanted from him was to Have him go report the assassination attempt so that they could edit the footage to make the new number two think he's always, like, crying wolf about that so he won't listen so that he's not thinking about getting assassinated so that they can assassinate him? It makes no fucking sense.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but he already wasn't thinking about it, and that's also the exact thing that, like, crumples everything. Yeah. Like, I... The, uh, Peter Pan episode, I don't remember the name of it, the, you know, the party one. Yeah. I don't think that's a good episode, but I think it, like, is still, like, somewhat well-written. Sure, yeah, yeah. I, I think this episode is not well-written. I think this is... This is definitely the
2: most scattered the show has been.
0: Yeah. And it's, like, not scattered in a way that, I'm like, that's a weird thing that just fucking happened. <laughs> Yeah, no.
1: and it's also like Casho aside. This feels like a very normal like spy thriller plot in a way that does not feel prisonery to me.
0: Yeah, and so like true. the f- the fact that they like fuck it up so badly, and like the entire time you're like, wait, what? Yeah, and like not in a fun way. What of like, oh, you don't know who's on whose side and who to trust. Right. It's just like. Oh, like if you think about this for 5 seconds it kind of breaks. It, yeah, it breaks. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, like like the bad number 2's plot revolves around um the assumption that no one but him knows what video editing is. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's it's and it's the 60s. It yeah. also involves telling number 6 about the assassination plot.
2: Like if they just had never come to him in the first place, they could have done this without a hitch. The thing that is strange to me is that he gets a call from who is presumably number one about this hit. Yeah. Like, early on in the app, and he's like, yeah, I'm using number six to help me, you know, do this whole thing. It's just very strange. Like, at the end we we don't even have to like go over the rest of the episode nothing happens from here on in besides like a couple confrontations with number two like hey you're gonna be assassinated and the guy's like oh wow that's really funny uh no I'm not because nobody's told me that that's gonna happen but you so right. uh no and then like he goes back the next day to talk to him about it
1: some more but it's a new number two but it's an old number two and he's like oh yes my colleagues have told me that you're you keep raising this nonsense alarm and they show him that they've edited his side of the conversation into conversations with, like, five number twos to make it look like he's just always complaining about this.
0: And, like, you know, number... You know, 60s editing, notwithstanding, it just looks so fake. It's, like, so obvious of what they're doing. Uh Uh-huh. I think that is... It's...
2: I think this probably hits different in... 1968 than it does in 2020 That's entirely yeah. possible Like and I I think that Footage is way different because like Obviously we are all very familiar with Hey those two aren't on the same like You never see those two yeah. on the screen At the same time
0: Yeah you're Probably 100% correct but also I can't help the way I reacted to it Oh and no I'm not, also, I'm not saying That like you're wrong Yeah, yeah. Uh, And also, like, number six is immediately, like, that's not true. And, like, I said earlier, like, the new number, like, the old number two is going to, like, ask in, like, a scene from now, hey, can I see that footage again? And they're gonna be like, no! (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Which, that's the other thing, too, is that, like, that old number two has to play, like, paranoid that people are doing a trick on him. But we just saw Hammer and Anvil where that dude, like fucking killed that idea. Like just did it perfect.
2: And this guy does, you know, pretty good job. Yeah. He I I think the number 2 who is the assassination target does a good job of being like a scared old man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like like yeah. he's pretty good at it. Right. Um, he he gets across the idea that he is like the, like the one one of the few moments that kind of work f- for me in this episode is when he goes, "I never thought it would be me, though." Yeah. He assumes that he has, like, gotten to such a rank in this, like, horrible organization that he has become immune to
2: its
0: worst impulses. Yeah,
1: like, there's a nugget in this episode that I like a lot if it had been, like, developed better, which is just the idea that, like, like I said earlier, yeah, like, the number twos are also prisoners, and, like, all of the horrible like, espionage and mental abuse they do on the, the prisoners is also happening to the jailers. And, like, you could make a really good story out of that. This one just doesn't quite get there for me.
0: Yeah. I Yeah, like, speaking about what we did earlier, um, the, like, it would be really interesting if it was the supervisor, like, the ball supervisor, if he was the main character. Yeah. And, yes. like, ev- like. Every day, like, it would be a new number two... It would be one of the two number twos. Mm -hmm. And, like, both of them are kind of plotting against each other. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah, there really is nothing else that happens in this episode. We have basically covered everything... Yeah, like, like, there's a lot of arguments.
0: uh, Because the lady, the, the girl of the week, ends up being the daughter of the watchmaker. And... There's She's like, like, I
2: don't mur- want him to do the assassination. Yeah.
0: Um and that's like also when number six is like, You're you're insane. You're you know, you're going to do murder. And I'm like, Bro, like why do you you've pushed dudes off of like Like literally last episode I think you pushed
2: the guy off of the watchtower. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Also surely he's tried to kill
0: a number two at least once,
1: right?
2: I'm
0: six? To- I don't know if he is like directly but he has definitely like been okay with that idea he's yeah. certainly okay with doing violence against them yeah for sure
2: which it, means
1: yeah, that know, like, he, he has mostly to just does like cool TV punches that knock you out in one hit right because yeah, he cool. Captain
0: Kirk punches right yeah um I also jumping way back I do really lovely like Oh, we don't know why he goes up into the Watchtower every day. Like, you know, he may be plotting, scheming. He may just like the view. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. He's just chilling up there, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd be vibing up on the Watchtower. Uh, Into the episode, it's Appreciation Day. And, uh, like, number two is like. The bomb is in this, like, giant medallion that number two wears. And number six is like, just don't wear it. And number two is like, by gotta, (laughs) though.
2: It is the ceremony.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Ceremonial Medallion. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, we talked about, how, like, a lot of this is stretching for time. A lot of this episode is, like, stuntmen that don't look like Patrick McGowan. Um, I'm watching the scene of, like, where he's sh- being shown the edited footage, and it is just... The foreground is a single frame that they then cut out to, like, put the video into. It's not Patrick McGuin standing there. I wonder if this is another episode that's, like... Hurt by the fact that he was off making a movie maybe. Oh, maybe Like not as bad as the other one Where they just don't have him in the episode But maybe they could only get him For like so much of this footage
2: Yeah Yeah I don't know
1: Yeah um. Are you sure
2: that's not him What do you mean Like on that frame you're talking about it Oh it looks might be like him, him but
1: it's, it's a single Frame of him like he's not moving at all
2: Oh, okay, I see what you're saying Yeah, they just kind of layered yeah. him over This right. footage, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: Okay Um. And then, yeah, it's Appreciation Day And they uh, unveiled their new monument Which is What the fuck does it say? Uh,
1: I don't it remember It
0: says Achievement It's just <laughs> yes, a metal right. plaque that says Achievement
1: That is a good goof Yes. It is a good goof. Like,
0: uh, listen, I don't it, love this episode. There's good parts to it. Absolutely. Listen, like, a a real bad episode of The Prisoner still pretty good. Right. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I, I still, feel like I, I'm being meaner to it than I mean to be. <laughs> I'm being as mean to
2: it as I mean to be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I didn't I,
2: hate it. I just think it's kind of like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I mean, I still... Listen... Uh, like we said already, like a, a a mediocre episode of The Prisoner is still a pretty fucking good episode of TV. Yeah, for the for the most part, Actually, I know you fucking like it less than that. Um, but I think that both of the number twos that show up in this episode are really good. Yeah, I I like both of them a lot, uh, and that carries a lot of the episode because a lot of the focus is on those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Uh, I
1: like that the old man is, like, in the watchtower waiting for his opportunity to, like, hit the detonator on the bomb. And they run up to the watchtower. He's like, no, you can't stop me. And they just immediately shove him over and take the detonator from him.
2: Yep. (laughs) Does Um, not put up a fight in the least. So, man, they put the bomb inside this medallion. But there's, like, 20 dudes standing next to each other. And also the number twos are standing next to each other. They have not thought this through. <laughs> Haven't thought it through They're at all. They're gonna take out this entire crowd. Uh-huh. That bomb, I, like it's not
0: huge, but it's big enough uh, to bring up a like real life murder. Uh, Great. I assumed that it was like the uh, collar bomb, uh, which it was a sizable bomb, but like it just killed that one dude. Yeah. Like that is especially with like a plastic explosive, which with re- it doesn't have as much shrapnel. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, to do that.
1: I like yeah. that you went to a real-life murder, and I went to... Well, no, obviously it works like Killer Queen's first bomb, where yes, you actually just uh, sort of... When the bomb detonates, the bomb itself doesn't detonate. You do. And you just kind Luke, of implode.
2: Luke, that's a that's an animated television show. What? That's You're talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4 what? Diamond is Unbreakable. a. Yeah, Yeah, that's not a good Yeah, that's comparison. a serial killer from the
0: 90s Yeah Unsolved, unsolved mysteries Hold <laughs> oh, on, I JoJo. would love an unsolved <laughs>
1: mysteries about Yoshikaga Kira.
0: <laughs>
1: God If you've seen this woman's left hand, please call the authorities at this
2: number Oh boy um, can I just say the scene where they're running towards the Watchtower is so funny because it's the lightest jog I've ever seen him do on this show. <laughs> yeah. And he's done some light jogs during acting. <laughs> he's just he's just on the way. The ground is wet. I think maybe yeah. they did one take, he ate shit and was like, No, I'm not going that hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, the plot doesn't make any sense, but I think this is a fun episode anyway. Hey, um, that's fair. And the mm. implication is that the old number two came back around and blew up the bomb on the uh, new number two, which is great. I missed that at the yeah. end when you see the helicopter. Uh huh. Um, it takes off and it starts leaving, and then it makes a really abrupt turn back around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that number two still has the detonator on that bomb. Yeah. Uh. That and makes I, sense. I, I think the implication is yeah, he iced that motherfucker. <laughs>
0: Cause he like looks excited as he's like running off He's like oh I do like the finale because
1: like yeah they get the detonator away Uh from anyone who's gonna set it off Until uh The medallion has been passed over to the new number two And then yeah Do you think the
0: Yeah like when he was like getting that like medallion passed He was like oh shit oh shit oh shit (laughs)
1: Oh fuck yes absolutely Oh fuck
0: oh shit and then yes. Six,
1: yeah, gives the old two, the detonator, he's like, you can take this, it's your passport, no one will question its validity. <laughs> well, yeah, because the
2: the other number two tries to stop him, and he's like, I'll just fucking right. push, I'll press the button on this bomb, right. I don't give a shit, me and you, let's go.
1: Yeah. And then Six is just like, why don't you take this and get away? I don't know why I'm not trying to take it and get away, don't worry about it,
2: this is your episode, buddy. I think because him holding it doesn't mean anything, uh, because You know, you blow up one village guy Means that he just did a murder In front of all of these people And now he's fucking toast I guess, yeah It's not It's not insurance for six The way it is insurance for that number two Or why not go with that number two? Like, we can both leave True, I don't I, know, helicopters yeah. aren't that big I guess <laughs> Uh, yeah Anyway, weird app I, uh, really like these number twos and the the younger number two is um, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> yeah i I like both number
1: twos a lot. I like the number the younger number two better. I said I just wish he had a better episode to be in. I wish that achievement plaque had a better episode to be in. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> no, no. This this achievement plaque is perfect for this episode. Thank you.
1: <laughs> just edit that to say you tried, and that's my feelings about this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes. Uh, so we have some questions. Yeah, please. Um, from at baker 73 if the trampoline sport in the show had an Olympic level competition, would you watch it? Yes. Ye- mm. Every day. <laughs> I, would, I would at least watch it until the, the for the first year at the end of which someone dies. <laughs> show yeah. me
2: Major League Kosho. Let's fucking go.
0: <laughs> That's on ESPN4. Yes, I've watched like the finals
1: I don't want to see low level kosho play I want to see the best of the best
2: Yeah that's why I'm I'm saying MLG kosho or MLK Yeah Well Well. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Major League kosho goes down to I'm working with what I got Okay Yeah. (laughs) These are rough
0: drafts from um, at below uh, what's the most memorable ceremony of any kind you've attended huh uh, I don't know, like think probably my graduation yeah I'm trying to think if I have a less boring answer than
2: that I have I, I didn't graduate I simply did not
0: damn Ew. yeah uh, I, and also uh, from Julie. Sorry go ahead
2: I was going to say honor roll is about The last thing I attended
0: Yeah Uh, Also are you more a digital Or analog sort of person when it comes To watches Uh, I simply do not wear watches
2: Uh, I really like both Honestly I I don't think I have a preference Uh, I have had both Analog and digital watches uh, But it's been a long time Since I've had one I think yeah. analog ones look cooler, though.
1: Yeah, they do. Like, I if I were to wear a watch, I'd want one with, like, one of those fancy ones with, like, a clear face so you can see all the cogs and shit. Yeah, I, I want to see like, that shit Difficult tick. to actually tell time with, but I don't care. I've got my phone. I just want to look at cool cogs. Yeah, absolutely.
0: You you want to be, like, all the times Jay-Z says that he's got so many diamonds in his rock, it, it don't work.
2: Yeah, I, I want, want that Roli that
0: don't tick-tock. <laughs> What I
2: want
1: is a way to be steampunk, but in a discreet, non-embarrassing way. <laughs> Unfortunately, a watch is no longer discreet. How has nobody made a fidget? I'm sure someone has, like a fidget spinner that's just a cog.
0: Oh, that has to. Be. Yeah, no, that is. Yeah. I'm just gonna look up steampunk fidget spinner. <laughs> a dangerous search. <laughs>
2: Your YouTube recommendations are toast. Yeah, I'm seeing some cog man, I do
1: kinda want this is the thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's fucking cool. You have you seen those rings that have like just one yeah. little gear in the middle and you can spin it?
0: Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. I want that. Like everyone be very okay, don't this can't get out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Some parts of Steampunk are cool.
1: I, Ashley? Yeah. I just fucking love looking at clockwork. <laughs>
0: Lockwork is just, fucking sick. What do you want me to tell you? I think when things are cool, when they're like brass.
1: Yeah. That's true as steampunk. It's true oh, steampunk. Sorry, it's cool ska. True ska. <laughs> <laughs> you add brass to something, it gets better. Gets better. Yeah, uh, it's the best of the metals.
0: <laughs> Alright, all right. last question from Dave Talk Camera. If you had an unlimited budget to play a ceremony, what would it be for? And... Uh what would it be like? Hmm. Um I would do an award show for each but each of the award goes to one of my friends. Aww. And was like that Twitter meme that went around a bit ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I would just do that but in real life. Yeah. It's yeah, very yeah.
2: good and sweet and I can't beat that. No. I was going to uh, say I would like throw
1: us a graduation ceremony for finishing totally spice.
2: Yeah, right? <laughs> Da, 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 da. <laughs> See, you went there. I was
1: like, "As we go, our... <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: the that is the more apt one with just like a slideshow of totally spies fan art. Absolutely, us. Yeah, I I was trying to um think. Okay, no, at, at my award show, there would also be like an in memoriam section, but it'd just be be for posts that went nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Posts that you thought were fire, but weren't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: But that's it for questions. Okay, uh, shorter wrap this week, but I think that's fine, uh, yeah. given that there was not a lot to talk about in this episode. Not a to talk
1: about, and I felt bad for, like, kind of double-teaming you since we both didn't like it and you did. That's fine, I don't give a shit. There's there's only so many times I'd be like, yeah, Molly, you're a dumbass moron for liking this.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, um, neither of you can hurt me, Uh, so I'm just, I'm (laughs) right, you're wrong. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Just go update the Eidolon Rock notes. Okay, the file is now clear. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a shit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Uh, Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at
1: ssj speed racer. Uh, you can find other shows I do on Audio Entropy. Right now, that basically just means Idle on Playtest. That uh, is an actual play podcast where IGM two different campaigns that uh, release episodes on alternating weeks in order to playtest Idle on the RPG that me and Molly have created, inspired by JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Persona. It's a good podcast. Like, listen. I'll, I like doing podcasts with all my friends a bunch, and it's mostly just like, yeah, hey, it's fun. I think it's fun. You should listen to it. It's fun. I not know if, like, good. You should listen to it. It's fucking good. It's a good show that ought to be listened to. I think so. I am proud <laughs> of it in a way that I, like, have... I, I don't have that level of pride for much of the stuff I do. I feel proud of that show.
0: Yeah, Luke, you're so good on that podcast. I think you should be invited to a video with like other DMs <laughs> to like talk about it.
1: Well, as long as it's not secretly fundraising for some huge organization. Ha ha!
2: Love this. No one's gonna fucking get that reference. No one's gonna give a shit about that in like a day. Ever, no, ever, I'm constantly thinking about fuck Travis McElroy. <laughs> Piece of shit, motherfucker. Did He'll you see never what hear this. He's like this? gonna be a fucking. Pastor at the, the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter cult? thing Bro it is 2020 And JK Rowling just got outed as A fucking turf you cannot go You can't you have to disavow All the Harry Potter shit you can't I don't go to ca- Any Harry Potter thing you should have never Agreed to go to the Harry Potter Cult gathering in the woods Here's the thing here's the thing you can't Reclaim Harry Potter like it's a slur It's not gonna work for you
1: You also can't reclaim it like it's a religious Text what the fuck is that Event
2: I have no idea, but, yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you see the actual description for that thing? I didn't read it because I just saw Travis on it and I was like, I'm good.
1: I'm yeah, out. okay, yeah. You missed, like, the craziest shit of it. Where it's like, yeah, we're here to reconnect uh, with our spirituality through the lens of Harry Potter. Oh, we're, yeah, as you do. Like, we're all gonna have a nightly blessing ceremony where we gather around the campfire and choose a character from the text to bless in order to improve what? our lives. Uh huh. Yeah.
2: What? Yeah, that's why I kept calling it a <laughs> Harry Potter cult in the woods. I saw everybody calling it a cult, but I just never thought it was a cult.
0: You know. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I guess if Jared Leto has a cult, just the macro I can get one too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Whatever. Fuck the McRoy's. Fuck Max Fun.
0: Nah. Yeah. They
2: still won't
1: leave me alone because I let a credit card expire instead of just canceling <laughs> my subscription. Uh-huh. And
2: five years later, they're still like, hey, update your payment information, bud, please. If you ever do it, they're just going to back you for like all 60 months <laughs> that you were technically subscribed. <laughs> and be like, yeah, thank you for the $300 donation. I subscribed
1: <laughs> like it was right when that
2: card was expiring anyway. I subscribed for one month to listen to Griffin
1: McElroy's Vore podcast. And then that was it. Fucking weird, yeah. Like
0: here, we are giving all three hundred dollars directly to uh, the transphobic second vice guy.
2: (laughs) (sighs) You ever think about how they? He just did a vor podcast. Yeah, funny.
1: That was fun. That was funny. Ah. I enjoyed Ah. it.
2: I'm glad you had fun.
1: There's really no good way for me to come out Of saying I enjoyed the
0: Vore podcast There's not you said it though I did Uh, On this episode we learned that Luke Likes steampunk and Vore (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just a big snake with a cool
2: Top hat (laughs) (laughs) Big snake lady (laughs) Yeah there you go Actually where can we find you on the internet
0: you can find me at Your Librarian if you like those jokes and want more like it. <laughs> <laughs> the underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. And also at ash- uh dot com, or patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah. Um you can find me on Twitter at your y e r You can find me um at yourtrop.com I need mail.com journal updated. Uh, we're going to be putting up the Mass Effect 2 episode soon. We yeah. haven't recorded it yet, but it will be upcoming. Uh, we're getting towards the end of the month. So if you have any questions, journal updated at gmail.com, please send them to us uh, so we can so we can talk about that oh, horrible awful game Yeah um, God. You can find me at Patreon com, patreon.com slash uh, molly reinbeck. Um, you can also go to audioranchp.com. Hit the little donate button in the upper right hand corner. Give us a little bit of money for the website. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes, blah, 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 blah. Um, tell your friends about our podcast. That's what you need to do. You need to tell your friends about our podcast and also tell them about The Prisoner and tell them they should watch The Prisoner. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Does anybody have anything else they would like to discuss before we end this one?
1: I mean, I got to talk about the last, the next episode. Please do. I will as soon as I open uh the thing back up. Fool. I got it. Nope. Maybe? Yep. Nope. Mm. Close this. Yep. Alright, here we go. Uh next time we are watching episode twelve, A Change of Mind. After a brawl, number six is declared unmutual and is made to think that he has undergone instant social treatment. I don't remember this one fucking at what all. What does that mean? <laughs> no idea.
2: I hate it when I get instant social treatment. Fucking hate to get instant social treatment. That shit sucks. Damn, just heard about instant social treatment.
0: <laughs> Damn, uh, that shit well, sucks. Until next time. Be seeing you, won't I? I?